everyone. Welcome to another exciting and live edition of Spilling the Tea on GovCon. I'm Teresa Moon, Director of Business Development for Parabolis. We provide a better financial partnership for government contractors that includes a line of credit to fund your growth. The purpose of this podcast is to assist small businesses with success in the federal marketplace by introducing them to industry experts and resources that they may not otherwise know about. Today, we have a guest that truly needs no introduction. He's known as the godfather of GovCon marketing. He's an author of multiple books, host of the enlightening podcast, Amtower Off Center, and my friend, Mark Amtower. Welcome back. Hey, Teresa, thanks for having me back. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm so glad you're here for a lot of reasons. And so uh, without further ado, we'll just dive right into it. I'm, I'm glad that people are joining us on their lunch hour to get to know you a little bit more and get to know about some of the awesome programs and offerings and where they can find you in the upcoming months. So, um, you know, let's, let's lean right into that. But you're known to many in the industry as a pioneer. You've been doing it a very long time. Uh, social media, B2G marketing, and in your many years of experience, you've helped so many connect and make meaningful relationships that impact their business. So today I wanna to discuss why personal branding and marketing is vital in GovCon and some of the tactics and tools your programs can provide to those that are getting their feet wet or trying to reinvent themselves, so to speak, in the industry. So um, let's chat a little bit about, and it's something that's near and dear to my, uh, my heart because you and I actually work together on revamping and, and establishing a personal brand for myself. Um, so I know a little bit about it from personal experience, so I can give a testimony to how it works. But how can smart personal branding affect your ability to win more contracts? And what's an effective way to use your LinkedIn page to network? Um, multiple questions there. So uh, first of all, LinkedIn is where everyone is vetted in our market, maybe other markets too, but I don't care about those. Uh, in In GovCon, uh, all of the contractors are there because we have, you know, virtually all of the feds here, not all of the feds, but I can track 2.73 million through over 560 company pages that are dedicated to federal departments, agencies, offices, and operating divisions. So just, just an example, a couple of examples, the army has at least 84 company pages that I have found. Uh, DOD, separate from the Uniform Services, has 68 company pages. Department of Energy has 27, Health and Human Services, 32, on and on. So every federal agency is represented on LinkedIn to greater or lesser degrees, lesser degrees when it comes to the intelligence community. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a whole lot of information output right there. Yeah. Let and, alone the connections you can make. Right. I, I, as you know, I do a census of feds on LinkedIn every year. I publish it usually late December, early January. And I, I sell the, uh, the list of, uh, of websites. So the company pages, mm -hmm. uh, is available. It's cheap. 566, I think right now for 99 bucks. Wow. Um, so if you want it, drop me a line. Um, but, but again, you know, you were easy to work with number one, because you, you're an information sponge. Um, number two, you had a lot to, uh, 
to work with. Uh, you know, what you do, what Parabolus brings to the table, very focused. So it was, it was easy to talk about, you know, what you bring to the party, right? Mm -hmm. So, and you share information on a very regular basis. You develop this podcast to reach out to people. So you're reaching out in multiple ways. And this is what people have to do, regardless of whether you're part of a big company or a small company. If you're part of a big company, you probably aren't going to be able to do your own podcast. But your company will have other information that you should be able to share on a regular basis. If your profile is not an information source for people who should be doing business with you, shoot yourself. Uh, <laughs> I love it when you say that. <laughs> I, but, but it's, you know, it's true. You know, the simple act of being on LinkedIn is marketing period. Yeah. All right. So you're, you're presenting yourself good, bad, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, right? Mm -hmm. uh, if you're not doing anything uh, on LinkedIn, you're, you're a road sign on a road that nobody drives on anymore. Uh, so you're not getting any traffic. The more you post things that are germane to your market, the more likely it is you'll develop traffic. Then when people start showing up, you know, the care and feeding of anybody who reads your stuff is critical to build an audience. Right. So, and I know, I know that you do this well. So if, if, you know, I have, uh, fortunately I've been generating content for this market for going on 40 years. Okay. Uh, so I, I, I'm fairly well known in the market. And when I post stuff, people comment, they like, you know, I, I always comment back to anybody that comments. Uh, sometimes I'll go through the likes and say, hey, you know, thanks for liking. We haven't talked in a long time. Let's get on a Zoom. Mm -hmm. uh, if it's a second degree, um, I'll, I'll, you know, look at their profile and I, I might reach out and say, hey, let's connect. Thank you for the like on LinkedIn. Let's set a time to chat. Right. Uh, I'm not going to try to sell them anything, at least not right away. But I, I want them to know that I appreciate people looking and reading, looking at and reading my stuff. Um, you know, there's several people uh, who, who are viewing this, yeah. who, who I've worked with before. I just saw Stephanie Geiger uh, post something up there. You know, I love Steph. Uh, hi, Steph. One of my favorite. I'm sorry. I said, hi, Steph. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, she's she's uh, contributed two chapters in in uh, in our latest book, uh, yeah. Government Marketing Best Practices 2.0. Mm -hmm. um, so generating content, being positive, adding value is is really key here. Um, and and I'll, I'll mention this because we're entering a political season. I'm not sure if we actually have off political seasons anymore. Right. But LinkedIn is not a place for politics or religious points of view. Uh, those are personal. If you want to take them to Facebook or some other venue, do it. They don't belong on LinkedIn. Well, I mean, it's the kiss of death. So if you go down that avenue, you're going to find out really quickly how many friends you, you've lost. And I, you know, I started interacting more, especially with regard to comments, both 
adding comments to people who I follow and responding to comments when information was left on posts that I put out because of your advice with that. And I found that the level of activity increase, even though it takes a little bit of time out of the day, I dedicate every single day time to engaging with people that I'm connected with and information that I find informative for me and returning the engagement to people who interact with me because of your advice. And I find because of that, I get a lot of positive support when I am putting out things that are important to myself or to my company because they they're maybe are returning the favor, which is fine, but we're following each other more steadily because our information is popping up into that algorithm more often as well. So there's a, there is a science behind it too. There, there is a science behind it. I won't pretend to understand the algorithm. No, the uh, big word or, that I like or, to throw out. Yeah, or, or to know what an algorithm really is, but I know it controls my fate on LinkedIn. And the more I engage, the more likely it is people will engage with me. So, And you make an excellent point there. Posting your own content is one thing. Commenting and reading other people's stuff, liking, and, and not simply liking, but commenting on it. If you like it, tell people why you like it. If you like it a lot, repost it because, you know, you're only able to generate so much of your own original stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So posting other people's stuff, if it's germane to the audience that you want to develop, that your your network, uh, that's perfectly legitimate. But, But when you repost, curate, tell people why you're doing this repost, What's real? What really grabbed you uh, about this? Right. You know, going in a little deeper as well. I think a lot of a lot of my education is found on information that's put out on on LinkedIn through other people, even people including my competitors. Right. Um, you know, there's enough business in this industry for all of us to do well. There doesn't have to be any negative connotation to that word competition, but I learn a lot from people within my same industry with the way that they, they view the audience that we might share. And so how important is market research and knowing your competition in regards to putting out information and interacting with information that's being put out from others? Um, <clears throat> boy, there's a lot of things I want to, want to talk about in there, but, but, you know, first of all, uh, unfortunately or fortunately, I've been doing this so long, I've mentored a great many of my own competitors. Right. So, um, but, you know, and, and the thing there is, you know, Stephanie Geiger, Stacy Piper, uh, Chris Parente, people that I interact with on a regular basis. If, you know, these, these are people who are really good at what they do. Um, so the more you interact with them, the more ideas are going to float to the top for all of the people involved. Right. So that that is great. And in a way, that's kind of market research because you're sharing information about the market and it's floating to the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, knowing your competition in the uh, the the in our market, regardless of whether it's, you know, you're going after a contract or you're a consultant going after certain clients, it's important to know who your competitors are, uh, what their strengths are versus yours, so you can start to differentiate. If you're not a differentiated solution, 
if you're not a subject matter expert or a thought leader in a particular niche, there's nothing to differentiate your solution from anybody else's. So that that is huge. And uh, Lee Fredrickson of Hinge Marketing has a, a book that just came out this week. The new uh, I'm going to forget the name of it. The new the new book on Visible Expert. If you look up Lee. Fredrickson on on Amazon, it should show up and I'll send you the link after for for the book. But uh, he does research on what it takes to be a subject matter expert, what they what Hinge calls visible experts. Mm -hmm. So uh, there there's some great stuff in there on how to differentiate yourself, how to present yourself, uh, engagement, the types of content that you need to do. I mean, I write about this stuff all the time anyway. So you can look at my articles on LinkedIn or you can scroll through my 15 years worth of articles on right. Washington technology um, or the books. And as, as Steph just pointed out, or as, uh, yeah, uh, mm -hmm. Ms. Geiger just pointed out, Government Marketing Best Practices 2.0 is available on Amazon. It is dirt cheap. Uh, it is a great book. Uh, I, I had 11 co-authors on that book covering a lot of topics. You know, several people that I mentored over the years and yep. a couple of people from our ideation group. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, it's, it's packed. It is chock full of great information from different perspectives from people within the industry. And I think you know, it's so important to note what you're talking about and differentiating yourselves. You know, we live in a world where human to human interaction is important because we've gotten disconnected because of things like, you know, COVID and we had to mm. do a lot of things remotely. And so we have to do better with our ability from a virtual level of interacting with people. And LinkedIn's allowed us to do that. And, you know, when you're faced with a lot of people that offer similar products, you tend to gravitate towards the people that you like the most, even though there might be, you know, slight differences in the product offering, you're, you're more apt to do business with people that you like and the people that you know, and you trust them because you know them as opposed right. to just the blanket. Oh, I'm going to, you know, pick and choose based off of how snappy their, their images are, are online. It's that constant interaction that, lets people know who you are. So things like this or going to events, which you and I will talk about some of the events that you'll be up at in the upcoming weeks. And I think that's a huge differentiator that you've, you're getting ahead of the curve by presenting yourself often on LinkedIn and humanizing your work instead of it just being a posting of your brand and, and you know, putting a, a blurb of, you know, this is what we do on it. Yeah. That, and, and the more activity you're involved in, you make a great point. Live events, uh, association events are, are huge because LinkedIn is an adjunct activity. Social mm -hmm. networking, social selling is an adjunct activity to face-to-face, -to, -face, to business development, to, to sales. Uh, but honestly, I've never seen a marketing platform that allows you to do as much for virtually no cost right. as LinkedIn. So mm -hmm. if, if you're not leveraging that first, you know, uh, one of the chapters in the book, Chelsea Maggot talks about your buddy, Chelsea, yep. uh, 
talks about how she leverages social media prior to going to an event at the event and post event. Mm -hmm. So her chapter is just absolutely wonderful on, you know, self-promoting your presence at an event. Yeah. So you and I will be at the hub zone conference coming up, yeah. um, on the 22nd of August. Mm -hmm. Uh, we, we both have been promoting that, uh, a great event, uh, multi-day event. I'll be speaking at nine 30 gov, um, on September 6th. Um, so a couple of speaking gigs, uh, Stephanie just, uh, threw something up and I, I hope people can see it too. Um, trust is a huge factor. Yep. So people have to rely on you. Your, your, your reputation is the only thing that you literally own in this market. And from that, you can build your personal brand. Mm -hmm. And if it, it doesn't take much to screw that up. Right. So monitoring your own activity is absolutely key. Being, people call it authentic today, and it's been mm -hmm. that way literally since day one. Uh, but, you know, if, if you're going to be, and this is key too, if you're a subject matter or you a you, uh, visible expert like Lee, um, having a distinct point of view a definite point of view and bringing your own slant to things. Don't invent one. Right. If you have one, just let it out. Uh, your audience will tell you whether or not it's valid. And I think, you know, you and I don't have problems being authentic. You, you get what you pay for <laughs> with the two of us. So that's the beauty of it. I always say I'm, I'm this person, no matter where you find me. So um, I'm nothing if I'm not consistent and, you know, I've learned a lot from you in a short period of time based off of being involved in some of the, the training courses and the programs that you have in place. And I, I wanted to take a minute for you to be able to talk about that. The personal branding um, program that you put together is one in particular that we did together. And it made a huge impact in my ability to engage with my target audience in a positive way. Um, and so if you wouldn't mind taking a couple of minutes to talk about, I know you've got multiple programs that people can get involved in and it's coaching directly from you, from some of the practices that we've discussed here and, and some that of course are, are proprietary that you'll, you'll talk about, you know, once they sign up for it, which I highly encourage people to, but if you could take a minute or two to talk about that, please. Yeah, the, I, I do, uh, coaching on, on personal branding uh, helping you develop a a presence, a social presence, uh, and and you know we start by you know me picking your brain on who you are, what you do, where you fit in the market, who do you think your competitors are, and how good do you think you are at what you do. So uh, if if we can uh, coalesce around those things, then we can proceed, and I can help you. So I do a lot of this via a big surprise, LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. um, but part of it is also, you know, discussing, you know, where are you spending your physical networking time? Which associations do you belong to? Do you participate? Do you leverage? Uh, you know, I'm in AFSEA. Uh, I've been in AFSEA a couple of times. I was on the small business committee uh, four or five years back pre-COVID. 
Uh, I'm now part, I live in Columbia, Maryland, but I'm part of AFCEA Nova, Northern Virginia. Mm -hmm. And I just told all of the chairs of the committees there that I'm available to help and I'll figure out, they'll figure out which one or two I can actually, you know, lend some, some expertise to. Mm -hmm. So, but, but helping you differentiate yourself as an individual is, is definitely one thing I do. Uh, I also do LinkedIn training for companies. Um, I have a couple of different programs there. One that's uh, a little shorter and one that's designed to be much longer and a much deeper dive. I do the same thing for, I have a small business program uh, and it's a year long program. We can expedite that into six months if you, if you like, but it covers the differentiation, the content development, the social networking, social selling techniques, building out your company profile and your individual profiles on LinkedIn, highlighting your SMEs. So, and it, it's designed for smalls and it's priced for smalls. So I offer a lot of, of training in, in these areas and it's all remote. I'm not going to come to your shop. Uh, I don't, travel unless I am paid rather well. Um, I mean, it, it isn't necessary to have to travel. I mean, I'm, I'm in Florida. You and I worked completely well together around our schedules. It made it very easy for us to fit it in when we had time to do so. And it worked to my benefit, of course, because I travel a lot too. So even if I wasn't at home, I was still able to engage with you in our, uh, in our efforts together. And I've referred a, a couple of clients of mine who one is a little bit more established, one is just starting out. And it, it's common that I find the most of the small businesses that I interact with, their biggest issues either stem from business development navigation or marketing navigation. And how you market yourself both on LinkedIn and on your capability statement and your appearance when you attend events are important. I mean, people, small business directors for agencies and primes are gonna look at your LinkedIn page for your company and if they can't figure out quickly what you do and how that can help them after you've reached out, they're probably going to pass over you. So Mark really has some great techniques of refining your visibility so that it's attractive to the buyers that you're trying to you know, make those relationships with. It's just like when you're going to get a job, you send your resume to an employer, a hopeful employer, they're going to look up your LinkedIn page. Yep. And if you've got, you know, an inappropriate picture and you'd like to your point, you're talking about politics and religion, they're going to pass over you in a heartbeat because that's an easy red flag indicator to them. So marketing yourself outwardly on LinkedIn and having someone guide you through that process is super impactful with being able to be recognized appropriately in the market. I, I think it, it, it is. And again, LinkedIn is the first place we're all vetted. If people do not know you, uh, even if it's a personal referral, you know, you should call this person. They're excellent at this. Mm -hmm. They're going to vet you and they're going to vet you on LinkedIn. So if, you know, if you have, if your picture on LinkedIn is you in a yacht with a fishing pole uh, and a government contracting officer looks at you on that, they're going to go, you know, this guy makes way too much money and uh, he's not talking about the results that I want. You know, nice fish, bud, but it ain't a task order. Right. Uh, not for me. 
Yeah, you, you've got to present yourself in a certain way. And that's that's what I learned from the program that I, I did with you. I encourage people to reach out to Mark on LinkedIn, utilize the platform that he's going to help you make better for yourself and reach out to him so that he can you know, help you decipher which of the programs or all of them that might be appropriate for you. Because I'm personally better having done and gone through the training with him. And not to mention the fact that you've got a network Badder than most people can imagine because of the years of influence that you've been in this industry. And Mark is very gracious and generous in his introductions to people that he knows can further help you. So if it's something that he can connect you with, he will. And so knowing him is a benefit to you. So I encourage everyone to reach out and find out more information and get his books. They're helpful as well. Put them at your desktop and, and read them when you can. I think it is so important that you are tied to your business, whether you like it or not. So you may as well start professionally showing that on the forum like LinkedIn, because it's going to benefit you in the long run. People want to do business with people that they like and trust. And the way that you can you know, create some of that is through your visibility on LinkedIn. And, and Mark is a master at that. And so I'm grateful for having done it. And I, I couldn't have been more grateful for the price too, because I, I didn't have to twist anyone's arm to to get that <laughs> expended through my budget. It was, it was easy to do. And so he definitely uh, gives a lot and you're going to get a lot in return. Um, so I'm grateful. Thank you. Hey, you're, you're fun to work with, you know, Thank you. period. So, if, and, and, and I mean that to the people listening to this too, if, if you need funding, start with Teresa, because not only can she probably help you, she's fun to work with. She's great to know. And she'll share her network with you as well. And I think that's expanded exponentially in the time we've known one another. Absolutely. And I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm nothing without a shameless plug. So thank you for doing that for me. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> so you and I are going to be at the Hub Zone National Council's conference August 22nd and 23rd. Right. I'm going to be presenting in a breakout session and a panel discussion. You have a breakout session that hopefully is not timed at the same time as mine. No, I'm in the morning. You're in the afternoon, I think. Hallelujah for that. Thank so, you, Michelle Burnett, for not putting me up against Amtower because I would have to be putting a I lot of people on happens. my bar tab. <laughs> I do too. I just walk around the exhibit hall and tell everyone how, if they come to my event, they can be on my bar tab. And it sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You know? um, but thank you so much for your time today. I think this was super informative. We want to give away nuggets of, of great info, and but we don't want to give away too much because I want people to reach out to you and find out for themselves how amazing you are. Um, I, I appreciate you always. And um, you are our Parabolus Partner of the Month in our newsletter for July. And so um, I can't thank you enough for all that you've done for us. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks so I can give you a hug. Yeah, it's been too long. It has, definitely. So I want to thank all of you that have been here for sharing part of your lunch hour with us. We certainly pride ourselves on sharing the most insightful and exciting people and information to help you better navigate your GovCon journey. If you like what you heard today, you can see all of our past podcasts, which are archived on our YouTube channel by the same name. Stay tuned for all of our future guests in the coming months as we help you close out the year strong. I'm Teresa Moon, and this is Spilling the Tea on GovCon. Have a great day, my friends.